Mrs. Keating was out on the porch. He was crossing the porch without noticing her. Mr. Rourke, I'm so sorry about... She hesitated demurely. About what happened this morning. What? he asked. You're being expelled. I can't tell you how sorry I am. He stood looking at her. She knew that he did not see her. No, she thought, it was only that he made people feel as if they did not exist. She continued, Of course, you'll have to give up the architect profession now, won't you? But then a young man can always earn a decent living selling or something. He turned to go. Oh, Mr. Rourke, she called. The dean phoned for you. His secretary said to tell you that the dean wanted to see you the moment you got back. What do you suppose he can want now? I don't know. He had said, I don't know. She had heard distinctly, I don't give a damn. She stared at him incredulously. By the way, she said, Petey is graduating today. Today? Oh, yes. It's a great day for me. When I think of how I skimped and slaved to put my boy through school, well, not that I'm complaining, Petey's a brilliant boy. He moved to go. But what am I doing, gabbing with you like that? she said brightly. You've got to hurry. The dean's waiting. Rourke went up the stairs to his room. It was a large, bare room. He had brought nothing to the room but his clothes and his drawings. They were stacked high in one corner. Rourke walked now to these drawings. They were the first things to be packed. He lifted one of them, then the next, then another. He stood looking at the broad sheets. They were sketches of buildings such as had never stood on the face of the earth. No laws had dictated a single detail. The buildings were not classical, they were not Gothic, they were not Renaissance. They were only Howard Rourke. He stopped, looking at a sketch. It was one that had never satisfied him. Glancing at it now, he saw the mistake he had made. He flung the sketch down on the table, he bent over it, he slashed lines straight through his neat drawing. An hour later, he heard a knock at his door. Come in, he snapped without stopping. Mr. Rourke, gasped Mrs. Keating, staring at him from the threshold. What on earth are you doing? He turned and looked at her. How about the dean? She moaned. Oh, said Rourke. Oh, yes, I forgot. I'll go at once, Mrs. Keating. When Rourke entered the office, the outlines of the dean's figure swam dimly behind his desk. Ah, oh, yes, Rourke, he smiled. Do sit down, please. Rourke sat down. The dean waited for the plea he expected. No plea came. The dean cleared his throat. It will be unnecessary for me to express my regret at the unfortunate event of this morning, he began. Quite unnecessary, said Rourke. The dean looked at him dubiously, but continued. Needless to say, I did not vote against you. I abstained entirely. You had quite a determined little group of defenders. Your professor of structural engineering, your professor of mathematics. Unfortunately, those who felt it their duty to vote for your expulsion quite outnumbered the others. Your professor of design made an issue of the matter. You must realize that you have given Professor Peterkin great provocation. I do, said Rourke. Oh, that, you see, was the trouble. I'm speaking of your attitude towards architectural design. You have never given it the attention it deserves. Why neglect the artistic side of your profession? You intended to become an architect, not a civil engineer. Isn't this superfluous? 
Rourke asked. It's past. There's no point in discussing my choice of subjects now. I'm endeavoring to be helpful, Rourke. You cannot say that you were not given many warnings. I was. The dean moved in his chair. Rourke made him uncomfortable. The dean thought, it's as if I were not here. Every problem you were given, the dean went on, every project you had to design, every one of them done in that, well, I cannot call it a style, in that incredible manner of yours. It is contrary to all established precedents and traditions of art. Well, you may think you're a modernist, but it isn't even that. It is, it is sheer insanity, if you don't mind. I don't mind. When you were given an exercise in the historical styles and you turned in something that looked like a lot of boxes piled together, would you say it was an answer to an assignment or plain insubordination? It was insubordination.